It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. Uh, the accent, by the way, French, straight from Paris. I have something that you don't want to miss. I have the rendezvous Las Vegas sweepstakes for you to take a chance. We want to send a lucky winner and a guest to Las Vegas, Nevada. So, and offer you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Chris Angel Mind Freak at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. The winner will also stay in an all-new room at Planet Hollywood Resort Casino in Las Vegas and have dinner for two at the whole new Cafe Hollywood. And you get a round-trip airfare also for two. All you have to do is enter now through Sunday, November 3rd at therendezvousshow.com. And if you don't win, tickets to Chris Angel Mind Freak's performances Wednesday through Sunday are on sale now at ticketmaster.com. You know what else is open now? The phone lines. Call me, 855-905-8255. For more info and rules, go to therendezvousshow.com, keyword rules. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kira. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, and welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? <laughs> uh, thanks. I have a, a question about a guy that I met via online dating. Mm -hmm. um, I, was, I live in Virginia, and um, I matched with a guy who seems really great. Um, and we met in person, and it feels like we had a, a real solid connection, but I went back to his profile and noticed that he changed his location to a different city, and I haven't asked him why, but it looks like he does this often, like he changes his location to a couple of different cities, mm -hmm. and I know that that means he can just meet and match with people in different places. Um, I'm just wondering if I've met somebody that's really real, or if this is like some international playboy. Well, but you've met him. Yeah. When you met him, did you feel that you had a player in front of you or you <laughs> or you felt not? Um, it felt real. It felt real. Very good. Yeah. So which part makes you think that there's a red flag of a player? Uh, the changing of his location in the dating app. I see. So wherever he goes, he's trying to date women. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys are not exclusive, obviously. No. Okay. So here's the thing. The rule of the land is, as long as you're not exclusive, you can date in the same city, in a different city. None of this matters because you guys are not exclusive yet. That's true. Right. I mean, so you could be in the same city you are and date every day somebody different. But if you have an intuition, and that's the, the, the final question I have for you, in your intuition... Do you feel this guy's a player? No, but what if my intuition is broken? <laughs> it's never broken. A woman <laughs> intuition is always right. It okay. will never betray you, but you've got to be honest and listen to it. Do you think this guy is a player? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, then maybe you give him a chance, get to know him. And remember, for as long as you guys are not committed enough and serious and have the DTR, they find the relationship talk and exclusive. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want. He can do whatever he wants. Just That's true. So I say you give him a chance, get to know him, and then judge based on the facts and based on the commitment and the agreement. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome. Good luck to you, Kira. I hope it goes well. Now, if you want to know 
If you're dating a player, stay with me because I'm going to tell you the signs next. So how would you know if you meet somebody that the person may be a player? Now, here's the essential signs. Players don't do what they say, right? They always have excuses. They show up late. They, they, they are not reliable. The communication with a player will be mostly about ooh-la-la. Not the future, not romance, not meeting your friends, not meeting your family. Ooh-la-la-la-la. You get my drift. Another thing, they will avoid to be seen with you in public because they're dating other people. So they will always meet you, you know, at your house or his house. So, okay, those are the signs. You've got to keep that in mind. But there's one more thing that you have to pay attention to. And I'm going to tell you what it is. So stay with me because I'm going to share with you the ultimate tool to find out if you're dating a player. Next. So say you meet a guy, he's very charming, very handsome, uh, makes you feel good, and uh, never meets your friends or family, only wants to talk about ooh-la-la, and, and, you know, he's not reliable. But he's fun. He's dangerously fun. Exciting. Mysterious. All the signs of the players, right? And you don't know for sure. Now here is your lethal weapon to know if you're dating a player. One word, intuition. Yes, because women's intuition is 100% right. I cannot stress that enough. 100% right on all the time. All you got to do is listen to yourself, and no one will be able to play you, right? That's key. And you know what else is coming up? You calls with your questions on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If in the archive of your love memory, you have a romantic story you want to share with me on The Rendezvous, call now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Iris. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Iris. So you have a romantic story uh, that you would like to share with me tonight? I do, I do. Um, Good. Well, uh, my husband, I'm... Sorry every, to everyone else, but he's truly the most romantic, <laughs> most romantic uh, person alive. Um, in particular, he's a, a great artist. He's a painter. And ever since our first date, he made like a small little painting, like a paint, hand-painted card to ask me out on our first date. Wow. Like, so what was on the card? It was, it was literally just a man holding a phone and then there was like this cute little curly cue cord to a woman holding a phone and a big question mark in the middle and then a little romantic scene behind it. Now, it was ridiculous. That is pretty good. I got to tell now, you. Yeah. And now he does that for every single, that's how he asked me to marry him. He made a giant, huge wall mural of a man on one knee and uh, me. Like it was the most stunning thing I've ever seen. But- I can't. I've never heard a story like this. Where where was the mural around your house? And what mural did he use to propose on with a painting? Well, we have a, a cause we were living together uh, at the time, and he we had in our basement there was just a big blank wall, in kind of like a you know, not rec room, but kind of where we would hang out, watch TV, and there's just this huge blank wall, and he because that was an easy place for him to kind of hide it from me while he was doing it. 
I see. Now, uh, uh, listen, this guy is going to make a lot of people, you know, inspired <laughs> and some people jealous. Uh, I got to ask you, how do you reciprocate the, the romance? I mean, I mean, do you play the piano and sing to him? Or is that, or, I mean, because this is pretty good. So what, I what, mean, it's really good. Yeah, what do you do? Um, well, from the very beginning, from when he did the card for the first date, I told him, I said, just so you know, I don't have this kind of game. Like, I'm not. I, I don't have this <laughs> okay. creativity, but I'm a really good person, and I just don't expect me to come up with something comparable. So I just try to be just a good partner, and I think that that's kind of the, <laughs> the only way I can kind of show him how much I appreciate. Because the way he does that and the time and care he puts into his art for me yeah. is what he does for our relationship as well. So it's he's magical. I can't even discuss it. Totally. Thank you so much. This is inspiring. Iris, thank you so much. Congratulations and have a good night. Thank you too, Simon. What a sweet, creative love story. I love that. Now, I got to help somebody just sent me an email. They're going to meet their partner's family and there seems to be a little issue with one of them. So that is coming up next. If you have a question, if you have a dilemma, something is on your mind about your relationship, but you can't dial in. You can email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what is going on with Becca? Becca says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Becca. I have been with my boyfriend for almost a year now, and I am finally meeting his parents who live in another state next weekend. I've done FaceTime with them, and they are wonderful, but my boyfriend's sister apparently doesn't like me, and I don't know why. How should I handle her when I meet everyone face-to-face? Becca, thank you so much for the email. I'm going to help you. So stand by. I'm going to tell you how you're going to handle her and what to do. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. So say you've been with your boyfriend for a year and you've never met his parents and family, really, and then you've seen them on FaceTime, but you feel that the sister of your boyfriend doesn't really like you. And so that's the dilemma Becca sent me on my email at therendezvousshow.com. And Becca, here's the answer. When you're going to meet his sister, just be yourself. Be nice. You don't have to do extra nice because just remember the rule that my mom and dad always told me. What matters is the boyfriend. Whoever is not on the side of your love story, just ignore them. So I don't want you to get stressed out about it. It doesn't really matter at the end. What matters is the happiness of you and your boyfriend. And it's your boyfriend who has to straight out his sister if she's not nice to you, not you. It's his role to protect you, to defend you, and to make sure people treat you with at least respect and courtesy, if not love, okay? So relax, and for now, enjoy meeting the family next weekend. And you call that next on The Rendezvous. So if you have a question, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255 is the home line of The Rendezvous. Jen, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What is going on? How can I help you? So I've been dating this guy for about almost a year now, and, um, you know, he, I know that he loves me, but he can't bring himself to say it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. he's got too much pride. He's too prideful. And I just, I don't know if I could be with somebody like that if I want to spend any more or invest any more of my time into somebody who can't even be honest with themselves and, like, come out and say that they love me. Okay, interesting. Do you think when you say that, you say he cannot be honest with himself or he cannot be honest with you? Maybe a little bit of both. Uh-huh. You said you believe he loves you. So what is 
his language of love. You know, there's different way of expressing love. So which one is his? I mean, he's affectionate, but okay. there's just, you know, like I told him that I love him. Mm-hmm. And then he just doesn't say anything back. He doesn't even say Dito or Dito, whatever. No, no, no nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed his mother to be like that too with him? Because sometimes, you know, you learn with your mom, or you learn with your parents. If they never say I love you, don't say I love you too. So is that, do you think that's coming from his parents? I mean, it might, but I've never met his parents. So um, it could be a very big possibility. Okay. So my final question for you is this. In your intuition, do you think you have a future with a man who can never say I love you? Well, honestly, Simon, I'm thinking no. Because if, if he's having a hard time with me, what if we start a family? You True. know, like... True. But just for you, as a, as a future wife, do you think you could be a happy wife with a man who would never say to you, I love you? No. Okay. Then you know what to do, Jen. Okay. All Thank right. you, Simon. You're most, Thank you. You got to do good for yourself. Thank you so much for your call, Jen, and good luck. Thank you. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I got to go to my voice now because somebody needs my help about a big decision in their love life. That voicemail is coming up next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me, 24-7, just leave me a voicemail, 855-905-8255, like this one. Hello, my name is Courtney, and I actually met my boyfriend because his ex-wife is dating my ex-boyfriend. And so we've been talking for a couple months now, and it's just like a love story. And he lives in Alabama. I live in Colorado. Um, I've only gotten to actually like visit him once and it was amazing. We had the best time and uh, he's planning on proposing to me soon and me moving there and he wants me to move in with him. So it's one of those things where do you leave your whole life uh, to, you know, run off for true love? Courtney, thank you so much for your voicemail. Should you leave everything for true love? I'm going to answer that question next. Would you move for true love? And I mean move, leave everything behind. Let's say you met or you have met somebody that you believe in your soul and even maybe more importantly in your intuition is the man of your life. Would you go from one state to the other for true love or not? I know I would. So according to your question, should you? If you can, do it. Because we have one life. And true love is one of the rarest things and more precious thing to have in life. And who doesn't dare, doesn't live. So if your intuition say go for it, I say go for it. And always there for true love. That's the purpose of life, really. Found the other half. I think you found him, Courtney. So I'll go with your intuition. Have a good trip and good luck with everything. Thank you for your voicemail. You call the next 855-905-8255. Any questions for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Karen. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up? How can I help you tonight? Um, okay, so my husband likes to, I don't know, he tells me stories about things, like specific details about things that I just, I don't really care about. 
and he goes into great detail with stories sometimes, and I'm just like, I don't, you know, we have two young children, and I, I, I get kind of antsy, and I'm like, well, let me just, can I, maybe I'll just leave the room. I can still hear him in, from the other room, but maybe I can start doing something else because, you know, the baby's hungry or there's dishes that need to be cleaned, so I can do that while he's talking, right. and he really doesn't like it. So um, what does he say when that happens? What is his way to express his frustration with you leaving the room while he's talking? Well, he just stops talking. And then I'll be like, I'm, I'm listening. I see. Does he complain a lot about it? Is it something that is recurrent? Is it something that you think is really bothering him? Yeah, he, he really doesn't like it at all. Okay. When you talk to him, do you need him to look at you while you talk to him? I mean, it's preferable um yes it is yes so because isn't it rude to uh, uh not look at somebody you know at least a minimum while they're talking yes no it is it is i think that that's true uh i just have a hard time with the content of what he's talking about it's like so boring i just don't care about it well that is the problem okay so everybody has partners that you know tells things that may be boring to them just that's to everything is not interesting but Karen, I think to be courteous and respectful, it's better that, you know, you make the effort to just listen to him, even if when it's boring, and then move on and just say, listen, uh, I got to go. But don't say, uh-huh, or leave, you know, from another room when he can't see you. It's better to say, okay, listen, why don't we talk about that tonight at dinner tomorrow because I'm going to do this and I'll be right back. That is respectful. Yeah. But if you go away, because you told me it's very boring, and he knows that, you know, you d dismiss his conversation, his topics he's going to feel like kind of put down. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know many guys also on this show, you know, callers have said, you know, my husband doesn't listen to me when I talk. And I always said, you know, we got to really hear each other and listen to each other. Not all yeah. the time. People are busy. Parents are even more busy. But it's still rude when we're little to not look at our parents in the eyes when they talk to us. It is still rude today to not look at our partners when they talk to us. Yeah, you're right. All right. So thank you so much for calling, Karen. I think it's good that we, you called me and we can correct this because, I mean, communication is so important in relationships. Yeah, that's true. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, Karen, and have a good night. I got some good news for you coming up next. So stand by because this is going to be a very unique opportunity on The Rendezvous. Next. Thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Thank you for, for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you for calling in with your love stories. Thank you for trusting me with you know, the dilemmas and the questions you may have in your relationship. And so I want to finish the show with this good news. So basically, it's called The Rendezvous Las Vegas Sweepstakes. Yes, we want to send a lucky winner and a guest to Las Vegas, Nevada. So enter for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Chris Angel Mind Freak at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. The winner will also stay in an all-new room at Planet Hollywood Resort Casino in Las Vegas, have dinner for two at the whole new Cafe Hollywood, and get a round-trip airfare for two. All you have to do is enter right now through Sunday, November 3rd at therendezvousshow.com. But remember, if you don't win, tickets to Chris Angel Mind Freak's performances Wednesday through Sunday are on sale now at ticketmaster.com. Thanks again for listening, and have a good night. For more info and rules, go to therendezvousshow.com, keyword rules. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.